Need a little heavenly help with your finances? Well, look no further because we are talking about three more money saints in today's episode of The Catholic Money Show. A little while ago, we did an episode about three saints that you can pray with for your financial matters. And it's a very popular episode. We get a lot of uh, feedback about it. And you may have thought, okay, three. And if you listen to it, we've actually did a bonus fourth uh, saint in that episode. So maybe four, four money saints. Okay, I guess, I guess that's all of them. Not. There are so many saints that we can look to for help, for inspiration, for prayers when it comes to our finances. So today, I'm going to talk a little bit about three more saints. And let me tell you this right now, the list has not been exhausted. There will certainly be a few more episodes like this in the future because there are so many amazing saints and so many amazing things that they can teach us about handling our money like saints. And isn't that the point of it? To live every bit of our life fully integrated to who we want to be, to be the saints that we have been created for, that we are being called to be. So when we live it out in our money, we are just one more step closer to sanctity. So let's talk about some of these saints. And now this first one, this first one, he and I are real tight. I talk to this saint multiple times a day. <laughs> it is, of course, Saint Anthony. Of course, I usually talk to him because he's the patron saint of lost things. And I'm always asking Tony, Tony, please help me find my keys, my wallet, my phone, um, like anything, <laughs> multiple times. And then there's things that I just like, I don't even ask about because I know um, like, well, they're gone. They've, they're lost and I'm not looking for them right now. So whenever I find something, and especially when I find something like that, like something I wasn't really looking for, but oh, that's it, there it is. My deal with Tony is I will then say a Hail Mary for whatever his intention is. Whoever he's praying for, whoever he's helping at that moment, that's my prayer. So we've got a little bit of a symbiotical uh, relationship there. He scratches my back. I scratch his, or at least maybe I help him scratch somebody else's, and that's how it works out. And so we're talking all the time, but it turns out this saint, that I, who I think many of us are uh, asking for help in our everyday lives, or maybe our every weekly lives for some of you who are a little bit more put together than me, he is also a saint for those who are in debt. Now, it's, this has nothing to do with what's lost, but so St. Anthony um, of Padua 
in the 1200s, he like initiated, he helped, he lobbied for, etc., a law helping those who could not pay back their debts. Because he saw the financial situation that these people were in and how it, it, it was hopeless. It was devastating. It was taking the rest of their lives away. They weren't able to do so many other things. They weren't able to say yes to what God might be asking them to do because they were so deeply indebted. And those putting them in debt were taking advantage of them. So he helped pass this law. And so, I mean, how incredible. Not just like, oh, well, he's a patron saint, you know, with, with debt because... I don't know if he's like an official. I don't know. Are patron saint things? Are they official? Is there like an official record of who's the saint of what? Is is there a process there? I don't know. If you know, let us know. Uh, Instagram at WalletWin or uh, email at WalletWin.com. Please let me know. Is that an official thing? Or is it just one of those, hey, I'm praying to them about this thing. Oh, I'll do that too. And then that happens enough. And then what do you know? You're the patron saint of that. Anyway, so I don't know if he's like an official patron saint of debt, but let's just say he is. So he's not, um, it's not like, you know, oh, well, he was in a bunch of debt and then he got out, so he's a patron saint of debt, or he preached a lot about how it wasn't good. Like, it was very practical what he did. He saw that this was a, a temporal matter and he helped find a temporal solution to alleviate the temporal suffering of people to free them up for the eternal things, that they could focus on those, that they can raise their minds to what's higher. And so if you are in debt, if you've got trouble, if you've got a friend who's in debt, if you are working the financial phases and the money milestones and you are working to pay off debt, pray to St. Anthony. Ask for his help because it's, we know it weighs on his heart. Your debt weighs on his heart because it did when he was here. And how much more perfected is that love now that he's in heaven? So reach out to old Tony boy for some help with your finances, especially if you are in debt. All right. Our next saint, uh, is Saint Bernadette. Again, right? We, we, most of us, I think, know who Saint Bernadette is, just like Saint Anthony. But we don't think of her when we think about money and possessions and things and how we are to steward them. We think of lords, of course. Our lady appeared to Bernadette. And through her faithful response, we now know about Our Lady of Lords and all these miracles have happened and it's really, really great. But she can be a model for us when it comes to our finances as well. Now, you might be a little, if you know a little bit about her, do I really want her to be a model for my finances? And you might be thinking that because she was devastatingly poor. Her father uh, lost his job. 
They were thrown into dire poverty. She grew up uneducated, barely reading, um, sickly. She, because it was, it was, well, maybe because she was sick all the time, she was so short. She was uh, like four and a half feet tall. She had poverty in, I think, pretty much any way you could think of it. She had her family, uh, two, their parents, and then they had nine children. Four of them lived out of uh, like infancy. So you got six people who lived crammed in this one tiny room that smelled like sewage. It was not a good place to be. But it was this girl who Mary appeared to. This girl who saw her. And how interesting is that? I think that's a good reminder for us that whatever our situation, when it comes to work, when it comes to family, when it comes to certainly our finances, it doesn't matter when it comes to our worth. Our net worth is not our self-worth. Because if that was the case, well then, Bernadette, worth nothing. But she was found worthy for Our Lady to come talk to. So no matter what your situation is, no matter how um, shameful you might feel, how guilty you might feel, how ashamed of past mistakes with your money or your current situation, it's all right. God loves you. He probably wants to help you get out of that. He wants to get rid of that shame, the disgrace, the fear, the, the panic, the anxiety, the stress. He wants you out of that. But all those things, that real nasty stew of our feelings around money if they're bad, He wants to clean that up, but it does not prevent him from coming to you or allowing you to come to him. So St. Bernadette is an amazing saint for us to think about and to cultivate this inner, this beautiful spiritual poverty that I may be so poor as to know I must rely upon the Lord for everything to lay bare all my weaknesses so he can give me all his strength. Bernadette, pray for us, please. Oh, how beautiful. What a lesson this unbelievably poor girl can teach us about how to handle our money. All right, our third and final for today, Saint, when it comes to money, is Saint... Lawrence. Yes, St. Lawrence. What a saint. Uh, We celebrated his feast day only a little while ago, August 10th. And at Mass that day, our priest talked about him in the homily and how he was um, 
he was put in charge of the temporal goods of the church. He was a deacon. Uh, he was one of these uh, seven like deacons of Rome under Pope. I've got it here in front of me. Pope Sixtus the Second. Um, and he died in the year 258. 258. Not even 250 years from when Jesus died. Think about that. Think about that. Like, here in America, right? Like, we're coming up on 250. We're right around this time for the founding of our country. We're a baby country in the scheme of the world. To think, you know, it's like you could trace it back. Oh, yeah, well, my great, 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 whatever, you know, grandpa or whatever, he knew George Washington or something. That's how close we are. That's how close, sorry, uh, Lawrence was to Jesus. 230 years or so, 225 years or whatever. I mean, golly, that's, I mean, that's only a few generations removed. That's incredible. And he, he heard so early on and believed and preached and helped. And so he was brought, he was 22 and a deacon and brought uh, to Rome and then was later appointed Archdeacon of Rome. So like the first among these seven deacons who served in the cathedral, which I guess today you would think of that as St. Peter's. And right, we're only 200, like 230 something years in to the church. <laughs> so he's put in charge. He's like, here, you, ha- you take care of all the money. It's not a department. It's not this like whole thing, you know, probably tons of people who it is now who have bits and pieces of everything. It was, here you go. You're in charge of all the money. You're in charge of giving money to the poor, of taking care of people of paying the bills, all that. And so our, our, our priest was speaking about him and that the way he handled those things is one of the bits that made him a saint. And that can be our story too. The way we handle our temporal goods can be part of our story of sanctity of going home to heaven. And he realizes he knew this because it's a great story. This is what, I mean, this was what led to his death. They come rounding up the, the priest. Cause remember it's still illegal to be Catholic, to believe in Jesus. And so they come and round up the Pope, a bunch of priests, some deacons and they start putting them to death. They kill the Pope a few days before they're coming after St. Lawrence and they delay his execution because they know he's in charge of the money. All right, buddy, we know you've got gold candlesticks. You've got silver cups. You bring us the wealth and the treasures of the church. 
perhaps we'll spare your life. St. Lawrence tells them, well, okay, guys, but um, I am going to need a, f- a few days to get everything in order, take an inventory, get it all arranged in order to present it to you. They seem that this is reasonable, so they give him a few days. And in those few days, he starts selling off all these, uh, all the, you know, the the nice stuff in the church. He starts giving away the money, like really ramps up that almsgiving. And on the appointed day when he's to present the wealth and the treasures of the church, he shows up to talk to this, this Roman um, prefect. And he, and he presents, he rounds up a bunch of people and he brings, with, brings them with him and he presents the indigent, the crippled, the blind, the suffering, the poor. And he says, these are the treasures of the church. This is her wealth. And allow me too to add to it the, the 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 lilies or whatever of the of the widows and of course the Roman emperor doesn't take kindly to this and so they decide to kill him but we'll get I will I guess we'll we'll tell that part of the story so then they they kill him they're gonna roast him they're gonna gr- they grill him alive. So they set up the fire, they put the grate on it, they throw him on. And he's not just a patron saint of deacons and um, cooks and barbecue, because <laughs> he was barbecued. He's also the patron of comedians, because he says to them, I'm done on this side, flip me over. Even to the end, what a sense of humor. And so he he understood, right? He was trustworthy to handle all these good things, all the or all the temporal things, the money and the goods of the church, knowing and giving being given the full responsibility of taking care of the poor. Like that's part of the deal of his job. So there's that, right? He, he's, he's, in, he's in charge of the money, the treasury, the riches of the church, the distribution of alms. And that, I mean, and because he's, he's found worthy of it, he's trustworthy of that. They know he's going to be able to do that because he's, he knows what to do with money because he's a good and faithful steward. And on top of it, right? I mean, if you, you were in charge, I mean, that's probably a lot of money even back then. You're handling all that. There could be a little, I don't know, temptation. There could be just a, 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 some, some rubbing off on your character of all this money. Even though you're not spending it for yourself, but you are going out and spending some. making Taking care of all the nice things, you know, that we use for mass and all that. And so when he's told to bring forth the treasures of the church, 
he still knows the true treasures, not the things of this earth that will rot away and moth will destroy. But the people, and in particular the poor and the suffering who are so close to our Lord. What a beautiful witness. What a saint. And so you can pray to him. I mean, let's look over our, our three for today. We've got St. Anthony, who's going to help you find some money. You know, if, hey, you need some money. Hey, help me find something. I got this bill due. I need some money. Help me find it. All right, there you go. You can pray to him if you're in debt because he understands that, how to help you get out, how to have peace, all those things. We've got St. Bernadette, if you are in poverty. And perhaps, you know, I think some few of us will be called and asked by our Lord to live a very simple life. I don't know about in destitution or anything, but with less money than others. Some, of course, will be also called to handle great sums of money. And most of us will be in the middle with a moderate amount. So if you might be one of those with less and a more simple life, she might be somebody to get to know. But no matter what, all of us can pray with her for simplicity, for poverty of heart, for knowing that no matter what, God loves us. And now we've got Lawrence. We can pray with him for wise management of our resources, for generous heart, for poverty of spirit, for remembering the most important things in what the true wealth is, what, how we should measure ourselves and our worth, our, sorry, our wealth, that it's in our relationships, that it's in the way that we suffer and can offer it up to the Lord. To not be impressed by the things of this world, but to love always those of the life to come. These are only a small bit. These are only three of our older brothers and sisters in the faith who love you, who want to be praying with you, who want to team up and help you Get graces for this life and can't wait to party with you in the next. So those are our three saints for today. There's also a link below for the other episode to get those three. Ooh, bonus with a fourth. And so you've got, what, six, seven saints now. Don't worry, there'll be more coming in the future. But please grab one of these saints, even just one of them, and pray with them. You know what? You know what? Heck, let's do it right now. That's how we'll wrap it up. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, our Father, we thank you for all the incredible saints you have brought to yourself who've come before us. Those whose name we know. Those whose stories we know, who we've gotten close to and those we don't know, those we will never hear of. We thank you for their witness, for their faithfulness to you. 
And we pray that by your grace, we may be as faithful. We ask for the special intercession of St. Lawrence, that we remember what true wealth is, where it lies, and that we will not go chasing after the things of this world, but be wise and prudent stewards of all that has been given us. We ask for the intercession of St. Bernadette, that we may have great poverty of heart and in times when you may call us to give things up, to live simply, or those times when they are taken away, when we suffer a job loss, when things are tighter and harder than we wish they were. We ask her to come alongside us, to guide us, to give us peace, to bring us before you, and to ask for help, to keep us simple, that we may hear your voice and that of Our Lady. We pray for the intercession of St. Anthony, that we may find what is lost. We may not fall into debt, debt we cannot repay. And if we have, that we may find our way out, that there may be mercy, that we may have a good job, that we may be wise stewards of money to be able to pay it back, and that those to whom we owe it might have mercy and forgive. We ask these saints not only to pray for us, but to go round heaven, to gather their friends, have a whole prayer team of saints praying for each and every one of us, for all that we need in every area of life, and in particular, our finances that we, when it comes time, may be found good and faithful stewards. We ask this in the holy name of Jesus and by his blood, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, and until next time, bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.